0: hey welcome back to another fine conversation on maker that money we're on number 12 today good morning andrew how are you
1: good morning i'm doing great how are you
0: i'm fantastic another week in the bag as they say and uh it's uh it was a it was a crazy one seemed like it went by fast they always seem like they go by fast though you know they, they do. They, yeah.
1: they go by so fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, you know th- just one of those things where y- we feel like we're just uh, rapidly accelerating to our untimely demise, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the older yes. you get,
0: the older you get. Yeah, but well,
1: uh, y- you know, t- talk about time flying. Today's uh, my one-year uh, wedding anniversary with. Hey, my congrats! Wife, so. that's, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome shout out to her. So, <laughs>
0: good. Good. Well, congrats to the misses and you on that. Did you do something to celebrate?
1: Oh, yeah, we had we had a good day yesterday. So, good. she unfortunately works today, but
0: <laughs> Well, you, you know, know, celebrate celebrate what you can. Well, that's that's awesome. See, I always thought for some reason you you've been with your your wife for a while now, so we did the Yes. But- but only married for one year. Okay. Well, congrats yeah. on that. Uh, welcome, everybody. It's good to have you with us. Uh, my name is Pooch. I own a company called a small business called RepCord.
1: Uh, and to my right here, my good friend. I'm Andrew. I own uh, 3D Gloop. I'm one of the owners. Uh, the other, Andrew. Uh, uh, it also does that with me. <laughs> the Council
0: of Andrews runs that, and yep. uh, we we decided a couple weeks back, a couple, of weeks, a couple of months back now, that um, we we really enjoyed just kind of uh, picking each other's brains as small business owners and um, feeling like you know we wish they had more more resources more camaraderie and stuff around this. And so we, you know, we started having these conversations and we figured why not record it? Because there's other, uh, there's other makers out there and other small business entrepreneurs and stuff that might, might pick up something from this disclaim as we always do that we are very much in progress and figuring out, uh, things as we go. So, you know, welcome along, uh, for the journey. Uh, this is really formatted so that it is a conversation. Uh, if you, Mm are with us live on the uh youtube stream right now you'll notice there is a link in the description below where uh you can actually call in from your phone or from your computer uh hopefully some sort of technical device that would allow you to link us straight into the magic switchboard here and uh today we're gonna we're gonna try something a little bit different andrew i think um We'll'll we'll, you know we'll do our intros and stuff here, but then I want to just dive in and we'll we'll try to open forum it so that it's less you and I just talking. And uh, awesome. as people are coming and going, if, if they have comments or whatever, uh, you can also you can also find us in the chat. Grant. it's good to see you. Good morning. Um, love having you as always. Uh, 3D Musketeers out of Florida. Uh, another great small business uh, story in the in the maker. Background Um, that and and again to you know to introduce this that uh, we both herald from the maker community um, Mm -hmm. the three D printing community specifically but I think we both are jack of all trades and enjoy lots of different maker mediums. Um, but you know, one of the things that we like to talk about on this show is like maker entrepreneurs that, you know, people coming from this space, if you're, if you're looking to take it from a hobby to the next level, to actually a business that you can potentially support yourself with, like the things that we've learned along the way and, and, um, uh, hopefully share some insight from that. So that's kind of what we're about. Uh, if you're not able to join us live, you may be listening back on uh, the podcast recording. That's great too. Uh, we're, we're, we're looking to meet you wherever you guys are, uh, just to, to get that conversation to you. So, uh, thank you for your support, no matter how you're listening to us. And, uh, we hope that if not today in the future, if you've got some comments and, uh, and, you know, topics that you're interested in, uh, that you join us for the conversation. It is a dialogue. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, that said today's topic is a really important topic. Uh, and one that I think and this is my, you know, conjecture here, but I I, I think it's glossed <laughs> over, uh, very readily by people getting into, uh, starting a business. Right, the importance of mm-hmm. selling. Uh, we yes. think about, you know, wh- I think when I say th- when I say sales, Andrew, like, what do you, what comes to mind for you? Like, tell me. Uh-
1: is car salesman an acceptable like a car salesman right (laughs) yeah yeah
0: sure like that smarmy car salesman with the slick back hair you know yeah yeah that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and uh and and that stigma i think drives a lot of people away from wanting to do that right it's like it it probably feels like the less glamorous part of it, but it's so unbelievably necessary, right? Because how are you going to make any money if you're not selling anything? Yep. Yep. (laughs) So what does that mean to you in 2022? Is selling, but maybe the sales that we talk about, we think about, what Mm -hmm. does that mean to you in
1: 2022?
0: Oh, geez. Is that too um, open-ended? Yeah.
1: It's a it's a little open-ended, but you know, hey, we'll we'll roll with it, right? Um, roll with it, baby. You know, with with, uh, with anything, right? Um, you know, any business, right, is is around to make money, and in order to make money, you got to do something, right? You got to exchange a good or service or, or something else, and that process is, is well, I mean, it's sales, right? That's right. Um, you, you know, uh, so many times, uh, you know, people, uh you know, we, we always think like as, as makers or, or whatever, we're going to build, we're going to build this awesome contraption. And then, you know, there's some magic stuff in the middle there and then we're going to sell it and we're going to make tons of money. Right. 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 <laughs> um, you know, and, and a lot of times that, that, that selling part is so glossed over. Um, it, it really know, is it's just like, it, it's just like, we're going to, it's just going to happen. Right, it's, the product is going to fly off the shelves. We're going to get right. money in, and we're going to keep being able to do what we want to do. <laughs> and I call I, I call that
0: I call that the "if you build it, they will come" fallacy. Right? Like yeah. uh, for for those that don't get the the field of dreams reference from way back, you know, when you you hear that phrase, "If I build it, they will come," well, it doesn't work that way. You know, in business, as much as we wish that it did. Now, I suppose you could, you know, have lightning in a bottle. You have something, and just everybody, you know, gets word, and you went viral immediately. Mm-hmm and they want it. But that doesn't happen to most of us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so selling today is it's really about there, there's a lot of things. Um, you know, I was actually doing some research uh, just the other day about uh, the direct consumer sort of movement, if you will, okay. um, that kind of started with the, like Casper mattresses, right? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just direct to consumer, you know, brands in general. Uh and, and what is selling, you know, in today's day and age. Uh y- you know, just a few years ago, it was it was really about coming up with a really cool brand identity, right? Coming up with this this product, whether it's a generic off-the-shelf product like a mattress or right. uh, you know, whatever. You know, putting some nice, you know, artistic stuff behind it, some very clear messaging and pushing that out to everyone everywhere. You know, so like this direct to consumer movement was was really uh, targeting online advertising like Facebook, Instagram, those sorts of things. And that's how you were selling. Right. Um, It was more so just selling with the brand image or this idea. Um, And they called this like the direct consumer movement uh, kind of ditching retail. Right, um, okay. getting away from these big box stores, um, and it, it's 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 really interesting. Um, there's there's some really cool. Uh, I, I'd say, you know, like some videos on YouTube or some you know uh, nice like write ups that they kind of broke down why some of these big direct consumer industry, you know companies failed because they they pushed too hard in some areas, um, or like, they were just yeah. throwing money at this problem.
0: Elaborate. So they're, they're just overspending. Like they're, they're, they're overspending. trying to spending. They're yeah, trying to just yeah, build so the brand more than like selling the, the product for what the product is.
1: So, so where, where this kind of all falls apart is, 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 you know, so sales are in, incredibly important in your business right and right. they are what drive future growth but what's also important is the actual product that you're making and how much it costs you and just generally like you know your operating overhead and, you know, so this is an equation. and has to be balanced on both sides. As makers, right, we, we constantly are like, oh, hey, what can we build real quick or whatever? Like it solves this problem and everyone's going to want it because it solves this problem. Right. 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 I had this and, problem. And Everybody must have this problem. Everyone must have this problem. Right. And so people <laughs> are going to buy it. No one ends up buying it. Right. Because, again, <laughs> it's this it's this thing where you didn't put any thought or effort into the sales of it. But on the other hand, you had these direct consumer brands that put all of their thought or effort into sales. And you're like, well, if you're selling, you're making money, right? right? But when you actually start breaking it down, these companies were spending more money to acquire new customers, right? So that they could keep growing, right? right. Growing and to you know, yeah. basically spend more money to sell more product, right? And so what you had then is is basically like, for instance, Casper Mattress. Uh, they were they were taking, you know, these mattresses, they would sell them for like seven hundred dollars, give or take online. So, uh, sorry, um, are they, they
0: are they out of business, though? They're, they're are they done? I,
1: I th- I'm, I'm I don't think they're done, um, okay, but, but they're significantly less valued than they once were. They're they're right? wounded. OK, <laughs> very wounded. So, okay. so Casper, you know, from from what I understand um, yeah. and there's a, a ton of other write ups. So I'm just going to kind of, you know, summarize what they did was they built the, you know, they had mattresses, they would sell direct to consumer. Um, and, it, you know, things were great. They were blowing up. Um, but, you know, they would sell for like $700. The cost was somewhere around two or $300. Then you have your, your operating expense overheads. And then all of the rest of the money that they were making were go, was going into advertising. Yeah, and yeah. so literally every dollar they were putting in was going into advertising. And it basically kept building and building and building to this point where, They were losing two to three hundred dollars per mattress, right? Yeah. So they were literally just giving away money to get more sales, to give away more money to get more sales. So that's that's
0: that's funny to hear because it's like I I know I've I've seen enough of these pop up, Purple Casper, Mm -hmm. the rest, and 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 you're looking at some of these prices and you're like, how is it that the you know okay we're disrupting mattress sales here but like it's almost like yeah. is this too good to be true it seems too cheap and from what i'm hearing it sounds like it may well be it, well,
2: it, it, yeah. it, but it <laughs> but it also
0: so maybe not on the product front alone mm-hmm. but it also sounds like it falls into the classic uh, stereotypical venture capital conundrum of growth yep. over Revenue, right? Uh, Where it's just like we don't care about making money right now. We just care about getting building that customer base, and we'll worry about revenue down the road. I don't know Casper's story. Are they venture cap? Are they venture backed? Absolutely. Okay, so that makes sense.
1: and, And and so that's well, that was why I wanted to bring it up because again, this is more so about prioritizing the sales right like okay we're gonna put so much money into selling right and so that's kind of where you know selling now in the the online era right um yeah you know this kind of started back i think casper was like 2011 2012 Um, and they really started picking up steam i think it was like 2018 maybe i could be wrong um but you know and then they fell very hard very Mm. shortly after the fall from Um, grace
0: flying too close to the sun. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, selling, selling in today's day and age, right. As, as, uh, as I was trying to say is, is really it's, it's about for, for us. Right. And for what I view it as uh, I still think it's about building a brand identity, building, you know, a quality product, building a reputation, if you will. Right. And, and, you know, spinning this big, Massive wheel that is your product, your brand, your rep— you know, your, your, um, you know, your, just everything about you, right? Right. Your reputation, all of this, and just adding a little bit of momentum every day. That's a and, great metaphor. You know, the flywheel, this, yeah. The flywheel, yeah. So building yeah. this this thing up, and so that you can start, you know, leveraging all of this work that you've done in the past, and and really, it's a it's just trying to, you know, communicate. What what you what you're trying to do, right? Yeah. As as a general whole story, right? I I feel yep. like there's a big story element to it.
0: Um, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> it's. I, I call it the one-two punch, right? Because, you know, the challenge of being a, a, a business owner is like you, you literally, you know, you hear the term, you wear multiple hats, but it's like you're, you're torn in a million different directions. But when it comes to the, the, the sales piece or the marketing piece, a lot of times, and I use that interchangeably, um, but I call like, you know, you got your long tail stuff, like establishing the brand, like a reputation mm-hmm. of who you are and what, what Gloop, who Gloop is, what that means mm-hmm. who, what repcord is and, and all that stuff yep. that's that's a that's a much that you know that's the flywheel piece for me it's like it's a very important component of it and you need to be adding to it regularly but that that part that branding doesn't have the mm-hmm. same cash flow impacts, right? As the direct sale, yeah. like I need to push out my e blast. I need to be, you know, putting stuff on social media. I need to do, you know, yes. maybe SEO and advertise, you know, all that stuff to really directly drive dollars too, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of times we think about maybe traditionally like the Coca Cola billboard out on the freeway that just has the polar bears, uh, you know, enjoying a yep. c- Coke. It's not a direct call to action, but it's just always there in front of you, mm-hmm. right? And yep. so you you got to stay in front of people, and mm-hmm. and it, you can't do and especially in the maker community, I feel like like this community sniffs out like salesy smarmy stuff mm-hmm. like which you like easily like they don't want to be sold to. They want the yep. information. And then they want to make the decision themselves. And I think, I don't think that's unique to necessarily just the maker community, but I think to me, it does seem to be very consistent with this, this type of person. And they'll, they'll sniff it out pretty quickly if, if you're trying to push something hard on them. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's the approach I've always taken. We, we use ourselves as our own Guinea pig. Like we make products that we use on a daily basis. This is what it's all about uh, if you are interested, here's where to find it. I don't do a lot of, like, I don't use my, so anybody that follows me on social media knows, like, I don't generally use it in an aggressive sales strategy, Mm -hmm. you know, 20% off this. I do sometimes,
1: but Mm -hmm. certainly not as heavy as, as a lot. And I don't know. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we try and, and kind of mimic that same approach. Uh, just put it out there and and say, Hey, this is what we're doing, or this is, you know, this is what you could use our products for and, you know, let them, let the customers make the decision themselves. But, right. uh, for us, I think we get a, uh, we get a lot more traction, uh, and just, I, I don't know, it feels better to do it in a way where we are sponsoring growth and building in this community, right. By saying, Hey, you're working on something cool. Like, could we, could we help? right? Shine like, a light. Can we yeah. ship you, you, yeah. know, you know, can we ship you a bottle of gloop and, you know, like, can it, can it help you? Sponsoring, um, and then, sure, you know, yeah. like, you know, bringing it up and, and showing, you know, other people like, Oh, Hey, this is really neat. Like, look what this person's working on. Yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, for, for us, I think that's, that's a big, a big element, uh, you know, just in general to building a good, Kind of consumer brand, if you will. Um, You know, making the customers feel like, hey, they are valued. Uh, That's another thing, like valuing all of the customer's input and, you know, listening to them. Um, Responding to so many feedback,
0: emails, you know, all that is as as much work as it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, And
1: while it might not, again, directly relate to sales immediately, it, it, is more so going to relate to sales later on as you start building, again, this reputation, this just, you know, a whole engine, if you will, yeah. um, you know, that that says this is what this brand does, this is what this company is, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of elements to it, right? <laughs> sure,
0: sure. So, so let's switch gears for a second and just talk uh, about, you know, I like I said, like I tend to use in this day and age, you know, when I think about sales in 2022. Mm-hmm. I tend to use sales and marketing somewhat interchangeably because mm-hmm. for what we do, you know, like I said, I, don't, I and and look, you're free to disagree with me, people out there and stuff like that, but <laughs> I don't feel like it's worth our money to like hire a traditional salesperson to dial for dollars in the same way. Like I don't and and that may change. I think that 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 might look different like um, you know, deal as you deal with distributors and getting bigger and bigger in that regard, maybe there's an internal sales team or whatever, but, you know, traditional external Mm -hmm. sales, like people going out there. Um, not so much. I mean, I guess the, the closest that would come to that is like, when we go to like a trade show, we go to Murph or Erf or something like that. And, 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 and again, it's not, it's not so much like, you know, me going out and peddling as much as like, we have a booth and we have our stuff and people can come by and we can have conversations. And yes, we have time to interact with other companies because a lot of times, you know, your success in sales and stuff is going to be driven by partnerships that you form and and B2B relationships. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, selling spans so many different things. I think that a lot of us, when we're first getting started, we're thinking like, I found an, uh, this is an example of something for a product-based thing. I thought of an idea. I have a problem. I found a solution to that problem. There are other people that have this problem. I want to make this available and I will sell this to those people. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes we make poor assumptions around how many other people (laughs) have that problem. Uh, Sometimes we run into the problem of, of, um, pricing, you know, thinking it's, it's, we're going to be able to have more margin in something than we actually are. That's a big challenge in this day and age with, you know, supply pricing and stuff, Mm -hmm. skyrocketing and stuff. But, um, you know, to, to, bring it back, uh, again, selling in this day and age, I, I would, I would almost like, I would focus more on like talking about traditional, like what, what it is to market yourself.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know,
0: let me know in the chat. Uh what, what your guys' feelings are on that or or uh you know, tell me if I'm just completely off base. Uh for maybe I, I this think, industry. I don't know. It's it's different for every industry. It,
1: it, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I don't think you're that far off base. Uh you know, <laughs> I think that you know, marketing in general it, it all ties into it, right? Um and it's it's just a big aspect of that of the the whole, you know, part of the business side where, hey, you know, businesses exist to make money. And in order to make money, you have to do these things. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you know, <laughs> um, I mean, it's something that, uh, that is challenging when, when you are running a small business, how do you manage all of these various different silos, if you will, right. Of right. Building your awareness, building your brand also at the same time, doing the day to day, um, you know, dealing with, you know, all of the, all of the headaches that come with the, you know, the business itself, maybe it's, you make a product, maybe it's, you operate a print farm, whatever. Um, you know, they all have their own in, you know, independent challenges. And then how do you continue getting more people coming to you? Right. 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 Um, you know, to keep that, that engine running for you. Um, you know, (laughs)
0: <laughs> Grant brings up something interesting in the chat. Uh, and again, listener, if you're listening back and you want uh, in the future to join us live, uh, we do do push this to YouTube uh, and allow Collins and chat and stuff. So that's what we're talking about right now. But uh, Grant who owns 3d Musketeers in Florida uh, mentions Kickstarter as, as potentially creating kind of a, like people feel burned, especially in our mm. industry over, you know, Kickstarters that haven't been funded and things that are really like high overhyped. And then that just makes everybody yes. potentially weary to that sales process. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, it's interesting because you are from a Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's tough. Um, so a Kickstarter back in, you know, what, what was it? 2012, 2013, 2014, somewhere around there was a really cool platform to get, you um, you know, awesome ideas off the ground that had potential, yeah. um, and it really embraced that if you build it, they will come. Sort of mentality, um, really, because these were these were people who in the early days were building awesome things, and then they would do like this quick little presentation, quick little video of saying, "Okay, hey, this is what I'm doing," and yeah. people could support it, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, really kick it off the ground now the successful ones put some effort into that up front. They had an intention of building a business. It wasn't just a Joe off the side of the street, just trying to, you know, oh, hey, you know, help me build this, you know, crazy thing and has no idea how to actually build a business. Right, Um, right. But uh, over time, that really turned into a sales platform, Um, you know, where Kickstarter now is, it's very much so commercialized You know, you have these companies, they'll put big budgets into marketing and advertising and building out this campaign to do pre-sales that really don't have any business doing this sort of thing in the first place.
0: Um, Right. You know, using it. I I, I agree. It seems like it gets abused as more of a marketing tool than anything, right? Like companies now that are already well-established, don't have any business or what we would traditionally think of the platform for and so um, yeah. when
1: when I see a Kickstarter these days, I think of that car salesman. I'm, I, it, I just do. It just comes oh, that's, to mind. It's so unfortunate because there are
0: plenty of good Kickstarters still out there, but they're just, it's again, like anything, getting signal past the noise you know, Mm -hmm. I think the reason it was appealing, it it was new. It's like, I mean, the internet is such a fickle place in that regard, right? It's like when, Mm -hmm. when YouTube was new and people were like early adopters of that, it's always the early adopters that tend to benefit. And then over time, Mm -hmm. there's just this kind of decay and degradation that seems a little gloom and doom because like I said, there's still good stuff happening there, but you know, Kickstarter as a company wants to grow and they, they are motivated by just people being on the platform. So of course they're not going to clamp down on anybody wanting to use it because that's how they make their money.
1: Yep. They make their money by people pre-ordering and backing these projects. And you know, it's, it's unfortunate because again, where you have these small creators, like when, we launched on Kickstarter. We were no ones, right? Um, Did we need to launch on Kickstarter? No, we could have built the business without the Kickstarter. We could have done Gloop with, you know, with with what we had on hand and how we would have done it. It would have looked a little different, but we still could have done it. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw Kickstarter as an opportunity to, again, like get out there and tell people, hey, this is what we're doing. It also was a unique ability to Kind of gauge the market and the interest, um, you know, of our particular product, and then you know, build from there. Um, and you know, it was helpful. Um, yeah. But I will say that I don't know if I will ever want to launch another Kickstarter again. Um, you know, with how. Some recent things have happened, like you know, companies again abusing this sort of thing that yeah. you know they're using it as oh hey, you know what, we're gonna do another 3D printer and they're massive company. Do they need to use a Kickstarter? No, yeah. um, but I think it, I think that ties back into uh the whole aspect of what does selling look like in 2022, right? And you know, what 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 a lot of people you know don't realize is that it's just there's there's so much about marketing in general that's designed to get you again, to buy these things. I mean, that's what marketing is, yeah. but um, in, in many cases, I think this community has gotten really good at sniffing this stuff out because they see things like these Kickstarters, just like, do you have business doing a Kickstarter? Probably not. Um, you know, or, or are you actually trying to build something that, you know, is going to be beneficial or you, is this just a cash grab, you know, sort of thing. Right. Um, and,
0: and it's, it's interesting because if you look at it, so part of the appeal of Kickstarter early on was, was I think what you're talking about, where it's like, you felt like you were kind of helping a, a, a fellow maker or, you know, an mm-hmm. entrepreneur kind of get off the ground. And it felt like that great, uh, accessible direct connection, right. That might've only been traditionally done by angel investors or, you know, venture, but it kind of democratized that, that Mm-hmm. I, I hesitate to say the venture capital process because it's, there's so much more to that than, than just, mm-hmm. you know, funding up the development of something that's a prototype and taking it to, to market. But, um, it's, it's you're right now that it's almost like people have this, like it, this visceral reaction to it. Not everybody maybe, but just, just like ah, Kickstarter and that it almost works against you. Now it, it it, flipped around because of the abuse and because of the perpetuate. Like, that's why I would argue it is ultimately in Kickstarter's interest to try to keep the system more pure and less abused, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's undeniable that if you're going to get one, what, why wouldn't you want to, Uh, Play with house money if you don't have to spend your own money, and two, if you're gonna get the marketing boost from it, you know, like you know, Kickstarter is gonna help push because it's all about eyeballs, right? Like so, Mm -hmm. it's a like that's why a lot of these bigger companies are uh, abusing it because it's it's free marketing in a lot of regards. It's not free, but you know, it's 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 easier. It's easier marketing. It's another way. It's another channel to get eyeballs on what you're doing, which is Mm -hmm. important to sell.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, when we when we launched Glue, right, you know, you mentioned this build it, they'll come fallacy. Yeah. And, you know, we we absolutely I mean, I, I'll admit it. We had sort of that mentality at first. Um, you know, we're like, OK, well, hey, we have the solution. It, it works. It really works. Um, we're going to talk about it. and it people. works. Pe- yeah. You know, people are just gonna buy it. It was just gonna go right. No, it trust me, it works. Thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and and you know, we we were like, you know, this is gonna be awesome. You know, and um, you know, we started putting a lot of effort and uh, you know, development into this, and uh, you know, it it was just like, okay, now we've got this awesome thing. We're gonna put it on Kickstarter, and you know, we're gonna be overnight success, right? And yeah. it was nowhere near that, right? Well, what was
0: your expectation? First of all, like, did you have any expectation? Did you, you were just like,
1: it, it so, wasn't
0: as good as you thought it
1: might be. So it's, it, it kind of goes back, you know, it's, it's a little funny, right. Um, you know, it, when we first started, um, you know, developing the formulas and, and actually like, okay, Hey, could we turn this into thing into something? We didn't expect it to be a really big thing. Right. Uh, at first. Then we started working with it more, and we started playing around with it, and we realized what you could do with it. And then yeah. we're like, oh, this is getting exciting. This is getting cool, right? And yeah. The, yeah. the thing is, is, this follows in the same maker mentality, right? You have this idea. The idea is like, oh, this is this is cool. This is exciting. I like this idea. I'm going to work mm-hmm. on it, right? And mm-hmm. you start working on it more. And then when you, get di- when you dive into those details, you start – Doing more with those, you know, like figuring it out more, and you get more excited because you're like, "Oh, I'm solving this problem and this problem," and I've thought about, you know, how this person's going to use it in this way and this way. Yeah, and, and you you basically put these blinders on, right? You get these blinders, and you're only looking at what you know you can see, and you tune out everything else. And then, you know, it kind of builds this momentum, this hype. And you're like, I built this awesome thing. It's going to solve the world's problems, right? At the end of the day. <laughs> I'm screaming. And, why is
0: nobody listening to me? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you And then you post it and then, or whatever. And then the reception isn't there. And it's like, well, wait, why? And where's my, it's- Where's it, my because... crickets
0: sound effect? No, that wasn't it. <laughs> there, there it is. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it crickets.
1: So, you know- it's so basically, what ends up happening is 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 that you you're just like kind of taken back. You're like, what the what the heck, right? Yeah. Um. And and for us, you know, we we kind of built up and we're like, okay, hey, this is gonna be cool. We're gonna fund really quickly, probably. Uh, not that we needed it. Again, we we were fully capable of r- of really building it, you know, ourselves, but. It, you know, we're like, hey, this is going to be cool. It's going to be something that's going to turn into a little side hobby. Um, you know, for us, we're going to turn this into like a little small business. Um, and then it didn't really go the way that we were expecting. It was a very slow, kind of linear growth. Uh, there was a few stagnations, and, and we're like, we didn't understand. We're like, well, why? Why is it? Why is it not? You know, picking up steam. And uh-huh. I, it was really, it was really about how well for one we were presenting and talking and just I, we weren't selling i mean we just said oh th- this is all the cool things you can do with it you were right?
0: information sharing we but were you information weren't sharing. selling yeah so th- that's an yeah. important distinction and i think you should dive a little deeper on that if you can what's the distinction yeah. between information sharing and selling
1: so so being you know like like an engineer always is right you know we we dive into all of this detail and we can get super technical and yeah, yeah. you know like that's what we do. Like, so you know, we were just talking about, Oh, Hey, this is what Gloop can do for you. Right. Uh, it can solve this problem or this problem or this problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you know, like uh, generally speaking, this is what's bra- wrong with printers and this is what's wrong with your, you know, your adhesives and, you know, very, very bland, boring. Right. If you will, uh-huh. Um, a- instead of showing, you know, like, instead of like, Hey, use Gloop in this way and you can build like, you know, something that you can never rip apart again. Right. We weren't showing demos. We weren't really doing too much of anything. Uh, just more so like, this is what we're doing. Right. Uh, so information sharing, it just, it's bland in nature. It's very generic. Um, you know, you're yeah. not going to, you, you might go into very technical details and people don't read technical details. People, That's right. some people it- are interested. Engineers
0: you know, right. make terrible marketers. That's, I'm speaking in generalities, but I mean, if you think about it, it's true for the reason because marketing and sales is that quick hit. It's that elevator mm-hmm. pitch. It's that, you know, what's the benefit? And, and give me, mm-hmm. give me the, give me the bullet points so I can move on with my life. Cause think about all the stuff that's coming at you on a daily basis, right? It's like, and, and look, if you've got something technical, something, well, wait a minute, I wanna know all that. That's great. There, there can be yep. places for that on the website if somebody wants to read the technical paper if they want to dig deeper by all means make that information available but that is not mm-hmm. your sales material
1: no yeah. <laughs> not at it all is, it is absolutely not and and it was when we decided we're like okay well hey the Kickstarter isn't going the way that we wanted to we we heard of earth um and we were just like you know what What's IRF Earth for the people that don't know what uh, IRF East is? East Coast Rep Rat Festival, right? So it's it's in Bel Air, Maryland, right, or is it yeah. Aberdeen? So, somewhere in Maryland, right? <laughs> it's in Bel Air. Um, the Aberdeen yeah.
0: Proving Grounds is the site, yeah. but yes, it's a neat little yep. uh, 3D printing conference.
1: Or yeah, trade show. Yeah, and so so we we had uh, we we were like, you know what? Let's go to let's go to Earth. Um, let's show what we're doing. Uh, I I emailed them saying, hey, like we have a Kickstarter. We're not trying to sell anything. Um, But could we, could we come get a couple booths and, you know, our tables and, you know, put up and just kind of show what we're doing. And it was at that moment when we went there and we started showing people what you could do. We printed the pull handles. And I remember that I was there. We were, (laughs) were I was yanking Dan from slice right around. And, 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 you know, we were, we were just messing around. We were having fun. We were showing what you could do with our product. Um, And it was that, it was that instant, like, Oh, like this is, this is what you can do instead of having to sift through a bunch of, oh, you know, this is, this is our formula. This is how it works. All of the details. How, how many
0: years ago was that Andrew? Uh, it was, uh,
1: I mean, it's coming 20, up on four years, 2018, 2018, right?
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, June of 2018. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It was earlier so, yeah. in
0: the year back, back yeah. on the first one. Right.
1: Yep. What yeah, what a great what a
0: great story though that that is too like having come from like the exhibitor because ta- you were an exhibitor table right like you didn't oh, yes. d- yeah and 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 this year you're gonna be. Uh, an actual, I heard a rumor from a, from a a little birdie that you're going to be a platinum sponsor this year, which is huge. I mean, that's cool. And of course the four years to go from, you know, just being one of those little mini mini, uh, exhibitor tables to like having multiple, you know, booths Mm -hmm. and and sponsoring. And so I know they're, they're happy to have you back and that's a, you know, congrats on that. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, so, you know, again, it comes back to, for one, you can information share. Um, but that's not your sales. That's not your marketing. Um, right. It could play a part in it, right? But generally speaking, you're only going to send that or you're only going to see people interested in that if they're honestly interested. Sure. Um you know, so it's 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 more so how can you condense that information down? And again, engineers terrible marketers. Yeah, yeah, but but I
0: mean, sometimes, like I said, like that's what we, as small business owners, like when you're wearing all the hats, you're gonna identify the things that you're good at and that you're not good mm-hmm. at, and hopefully, you know, conversation for another time. When you're deciding, and when you're growing, when you have the funds to make the hires, hopefully, you're supplementing with the skills that you lack. So if you have an engineering background and you realize, mm-hmm. well, wow, I'm really terrible at doing the marketing. You, you look at hiring marketing, like for me, like I have more of a marketing background, not, not as much on the engineering, certainly not as much on the finance and all that stuff. So it's like, I'd rather spend my money you know that way. So, you know, those are all things that hopefully you're thinking of strategically, but let's take a minute and first of all, uh, at any point, if anybody out there wants to call in, you're welcome. If not, we will just keep on going. Throw stuff in the chat at us if you've got questions and comments. That's great too. We uh, we love the interaction. We really want this to be a conversation accessible to all. Um, just to 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 somewhat make this, I think, a, more of a useful you know piece of content for people. What tips do you have for other you know makers that might be looking to to expand, to grow and all that stuff to better sell to market. Like what, you know, we talked about how Kickstarter may not be as viable anymore. Like what do you think that you would recommend people do to sell?
1: So my, my first thing is I take a step back and, you know, I see like, like, again, you know, I am very easily distracted by all of the what-if possibilities with the products that I'm working on, right? <laughs> squirrel! Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, well, not, not so much the squirrel aspect. I am <laughs> bad with that, too. I, but, I'm bad with squirreling, yeah. yeah. You know, but, um, you know, the the aspect of, I mentioned earlier, you know, becoming so invested in a project that I'm no longer seeing uh, the end use cases or how someone would interact with it mm. or uh, you know, how we would go about communicating all of the details or, or whatever. I'm a technical guy. You're too I in love, the weeds. Yeah. I love diving deep. And I, the biggest thing for me is, is just take a step back. Let's look at it from a 10,000 foot view, 20,000, 30,000 foot view and see what people see from the outside. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I will we'll share that one of the big things that I did not realize that it was going to be such a big deal. Yeah, and this is a perfect example. When we launched 3D Gloop on Kickstarter, we talked about it as a bed adhesive. 3D yeah. Gloop is not a great bed adhesive. What? It works. It works for. <laughs> now a bed you're adhesive, not sell- you're doing right? the
0: opposite of selling right now, man. It's you, not a good no. Okay, but, this well, you heard so, it here, folks. So it, first, folks,
1: it, it, it works right. Yeah. there's a lot of problems with it for some people will swear by it. They're like, they're like, Oh, this is awesome. It works great for this. Right. Yeah, you find something and, that
0: works, go for it. Yeah.
1: Hey, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we originally intended it to be that way, but we were wrong. Right. I, I was, I was wrong like very much so wrong Yeah, that we have a better resonance with just everyone about gluing and building bigger things right so like take your prints glue them together with you know our products and you can build something bigger it forms bonds that are stronger than the base plastic itself yeah um and yes you could use it as a bed adhesive you could use it for smoothing but so many people today to this day will say yeah i'm not really interested in glue because i don't have a need for bed adhesive we just get classified (laughs) all the time as a bed adhesive and what i didn't realize yeah what i didn't realize at first was was i well yeah i typecast it right yeah yeah (laughs) was was i you know when we were building this campaign and everything else i was just like well hey if we need to change right you know because i I, we had feelings that you know other aspects of the product would be more interesting than bed adhesive but we're just like you know what whatever like we can change it on the fly later Okay. You can't. Uh, I mean, you can, but (laughs) it's really hard. A a lot harder, right? A lot harder. And so that's why it's so important to take a step back and say, how will someone else view my product, right? If not today, how about in the next year, two years, four years, right? Right. And it's something that we are still, to this day, like fighting a little bit and our messaging, you know, and we, we do it to ourselves too. Like there, you know, we focus on other areas of the business. Um, we could try and reinvent some specific things we can, you know, like start, do, you know, different communications, different advertising, but generally speaking, I think the biggest, the biggest piece of advice that I will have to anyone is just take a step back, uh, you know, and ask someone else's perspective. And I think- if they don't get it, you know, that's Okay. That tells you, hey, you need to do something else, right? You know, like... Yeah. Um there's a show, um, Silicon Valley. I don't know if many oh, people have show. ever heard of it. It's, it's hilarious. Right. And so, yeah. you know, one of the things they were, they were building this compression algorithm and, and, and you know, like <laughs> they shared it to all of the engineers and like, oh my gosh, this is cool. This is awesome. Right. Like, right. like middle and then, out, and middle then, out compression. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then
1: so many other people like, or like, um, one of the, uh, one of the venture capitalists, you know, um, resource persons or whatever, like was looking into it. And like, I don't understand this. I don't get it. I, it you know? Right. And why should I, they why do la- care? Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, they launched on, you know, w- with the idea of these engineers and it was a big flop. Like no one cared. Right. Yep. Because again, no one took the time to take a step back. Um So I, think. I, I, th-
0: <laughs> I completely agree with you. I, I would say it in slightly you know, different terms, but you know, the, the term we hear the term elevator pitch all the time. And a lot of times it's, you know, for those that aren't familiar, I'm going to mansplain it (laughs) really quick, but, but basically (laughs) if you can't explain what you do in the course of an elevator ride to somebody else that you might be sharing the elevator with, it's too long. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm talking to other people that that are sharing an idea or like explaining something to me and if they're genuinely wanting feedback, you know, the number one feedback I would say I would give would be shorten that, like distill it down further, now further, now further. And that is such a frustrating exercise to give a technical person, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're like, no, I can't, it's nuanced and you need to understand all of these things. And, and yes, but there is a place for that, right? You have Mm -hmm. to, when you are selling, you have a very small window of time to hook somebody to bring them in. It doesn't do you a lick of good having all that stuff on your website. If you're never getting somebody to go to your website, right? So Mm -hmm. step back, as you say, refine the message in a form. Mm -hmm. And this is hard guys, because uh, you know, you want to, uh, you know, brevity does not come easy to me. Okay. Like <laughs> pairing that stuff down. I favor levity over brevity. That's what I always like to say. Um, but, but, um, you know, refining it, taking your time and, and it can be something as simple as write out your mission statement or whatever it is. Like, think about how many businesses out there. Like I still struggle, you know, like when people are like, Oh, what do you do? Oh, I own a 3d printing accessory business. And they're like, well, what does that mean? And I'm like, uh, I, I have products that make it easier to 3d print things or something you know i try to distill it down so that if i was talking to somebody that knows nothing about 3d printing and nothing about making or any of that stuff that it has some meaning okay mm-hmm. and hopefully it invites further conversation right so a lot of times i throw 3d printing in there even though you know ultimately uh, we we're a, we're a manufacturing company of sorts like i I like to say like a smart manufacturing we we leverage all kinds of different tool sets to you know Mm -hmm. make different products and over time i don't want to necessarily only be you know pigeonholed into making just 3d printing products but uh by throwing you know that that sexy hook of 3d printing in there that invites the conversation for a lot of people that are, Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, tell me about that. Can you, can you 3d print a gun? You
2: know, like,
0: you know, the, mm-hmm. the conversation, uh, starter piece. And I, I hate, yeah. I hate that that's the thing that people got to, I was being, you know, facetious there, but, but you know what I mean? That, that, um, it's, it's giving that hook. It's, 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 you know, being just short, just interesting enough to make them want to go deeper.
1: Hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, and, you know, there's, there's been a lot of a lot of back and forth here. And how do we how do we distill down what we do? And how do we make it more, you know, appealing? Um, You know, I mean, so many people as well, like for, for us, we compete on a commodity level, right? There are commodity adhesives that out there, why choose us I'll over just anyone else
0: crazy glue because then i only need yeah. to have one glue and i can glue all yeah. the things
1: yeah yeah and so <laughs> and, and so you know so many so many people like you know for for us it's like how do we how do we communicate that and you know it's like oh gee you know then we have to get nuanced and it's like well i, I think we're getting better at it you know and just understanding like you know, people are going to either get it right away or they're not. And that's, that's okay. Um, You know, there, there are aspects that uh, that I know that I'm still learning um, specifically with how do we, how do we position ourselves? How do we, how do we market ourselves? Um, And one of those big things being that we're starting to kind of humanize the brand, um, you know, of Gloop itself. Um, We're starting to try and be more involved. Um, We're trying to say, listen, like we we want to help the community in a lot of ways because we do, we care about this awesome, you know, place that, uh, you know, we call home. Right. Sure. Um, you, you know and it, it's 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 interesting it's it's tough i for, will say that for sure so. for sure filament stories
0: comment elevator speech or excuse me elevator speeches are so hard to make short. uh she she concurs with that especially in this day and age with uh elevators getting faster and faster right you know you oh, got yes. the less time and time and uh chris polk in the chat had a really good question and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier uh, good to have you back chris welcome back Uh, What's it like marketing to makers, especially navigating open source and IP? So we mentioned at the top of the show uh, that makers, in our experience, do not like being marketed or sold to, right? Like Mm -hmm. you really want to present information to them and let them make the decision. Now, that said, that Mm -hmm. having that shortened hook, like grabbing the attention, I always say it's like, you got to shout above the noise. There are so many people, so much information, so many things just drawing your attention this day and age. That no matter how technical anybody is, if you even want to get in a feed and in front of somebody, you you know you have to you have mm-hmm. to hook them right. Yeah. Um, so so there's certainly that that's appealing to everybody. But his question about open source and intellectual property IP uh, mm-hmm. is 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 a good one. What considerations? Do you have around that?
1: Yeah, so it, it's tough. Um, that it, gosh, you know, open source is is, is great. Um, there's so much good things that can come from open source program, or you know, like just developments, um, software, whatever. Yeah. Um, as a, as a company, though, right? How do you develop something that? you can one monetize um, and, and to prevent, you know, other people from coming in and just ripping you off and you having no other means of, of, you know, basically continuing to do what you do. Right. Um, you know, open, open source is. As a company, it, it's tough Um, because this is a very, there's a lot of, there's a lot of very, hard feelings uh when it when it comes down to should you be able to let's say patent something or is it okay to patent something and you know then sell that into this community um you know it it like lock-ins that sort of stuff um you know it i'm just you know it's it, it's, it's a lot to talk about. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want <laughs> like to say there's a lot of meat
0: on that bone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't, I don't want to say something that, you know, would potentially, you know, kind of like be a, a little controversial, but it, in some cases it, it has to be, um, yeah. you know, as a, as a business um, you know, you have to, if you're going to be a maker or an entrepreneur, right. Um, yeah. For one, you have to figure out a way to, continue developing whatever you're developing to make money right businesses yeah. are in business to make money yep. um that's not saying that you can't build something that also supports open source or anything else there are plenty big companies out there that you leverage open source platforms uh, open source software um you know it was interesting because i just saw on you know um, a, a really cool tweet just the other day about some random small open source, you know, software that's utilized by, you know, businesses that are worth billions of dollars. Right. Yeah, and yeah. then you see the sponsorship. sponsors, yeah. some, it's some, some people you never heard of company yeah. right, that they never heard of. Right.
0: The and, users you know, are multi-billion dollar conglomerates. The sponsors are a bunch of nobody. It's the saddest Thing, right? It, it's like it is. How can it that is. be? <laughs> how how come you know Cisco? You know, throw a little coin this way? and and to be fair, they maybe they do, but yeah. maybe it's in different ways, right? But
1: it, yeah, and, and So you know, I, I mean, here's here's the big thing. Like for again, I, I I always have to kind of reset. Like I love the open source whole aspect, but as a guy who also understands from the other side uh, the utility of patents. And why patents are so important in a business. Like, I own several patents. Um, And, you know, maybe this could be a whole nother, this could be a whole nother, (laughs) you know, sort of discussion, um, you know, whether to choose to patent or open source. Um, You know, when it comes to marketing, you know, like, uh, your your rep boxes, did you open source your rep boxes? or? No. Uh, no. and,
0: and I can get into that in a bit, but, uh, yeah. th- but I do have some open source offerings, uh, that we offer yeah. like the reprack and, sure. and stuff like that. Sure. That's intentional.
1: And, and, and yeah. And, and so, you know, there's, it, it's, it's, it's tough because I feel like there's a big part of the community and there's a big part of, you know, there's this big push for a lot of people saying, Hey, this should be open source or this would be awesome if it's open source and, and, and great. Right. But yep. the other issue comes down to is, is can you, can you actually build a business around it being open source? Um, and you know, it. Um, I, I would argue, again, yes. It,
0: and it's, it's happened time and time and time again. It, so I mean, mm-hmm. Let me let me take a stab at this. Sure. Really quick. Um, so, you know, to, to Chris's point, uh, he says like the differentiation in his uh, his mind uh, for open source and walled gardens uh, private uh, is quality control and brand trust. Um, I can see how that would be a stereotype of 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 the whole thing. I think that like anything, there are great open source projects. There are terrible ones. There are mm-hmm. great uh, uh, garden walled projects and there are terrible ones. So, but, but Mm -hmm. I I can see, I can see that stereotype. Um, I think to take a step back for your, you know, what you're saying uh, that, that to go back to the sales and the marketing piece that a lot of value and a lot of reasons you might see some open source projects out there is that it is yet another way of engaging community. It is another way Mm -hmm. of engaging people that already exist Right. And so, uh, and, and it's, it's a people that again, don't particularly want to be sold for, sold to they, in fact, they, because it's open source, they expect there's like, it's not that there's no cost, but the cost structure of things is definitely different. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, I think when you're developing something and especially when you are a product built on the shoulders of giants, other open source projects, right? Like rep and the 3d printing community mm-hmm. is very deeply rooted in, in open source because a lot of printers are, are that way. And, and mm-hmm. so I think there's a, for me, you know, a desire to give back to that community as I can, but, but keeping that balance of, what I need to keep my business running, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, f- for me, it's not so much even that I'm opposed to open sourcing. It's that I really don't want to make it that easy to clone. Like one, like I mm-hmm. don't, because that has happened time and time again, that doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you, how you license it and all this stuff, there will always be bad actors out there that can potentially, you know, wreck mm-hmm. what, what you do. So we, we, we dip our toe in, you know, it's like, I, I, st- I very much, you know, people that buy the product, um, you know, I, I, I share, I share print files, anybody that's requesting and wants to do some customization and stuff, you know, I don't generally sell, share my source files, but if they're like, Hey, I wanted to make this mod to the panel. Like I might, you know, give them the parts that they need and stuff. And I'm, I'm willing to have those conversations. Um, mm-hmm. but to me, I look at open source and with the eyes that a lot of people look at Kickstarter or social media that you need to have a multifaceted approach and multiple ways to get out in front of as many eyes as you can. And when you're bootstrapped in your startup, like you're looking for, um, you know, large groups of people with minimum barrier to entry to, you know, get out there and they will sniff it out. If you're going out, like you can't just join forums and start like, Hey, I've got this for sale. Like people boot your butt out of there Mm -hmm. because you know, like that's, that's not what people are there for. But if you get in there and you participate and you give back Mm -hmm. and you know, people want to work with you, but that's the, that's the give and the take. And that's, that mm. is the yin and yang of of working in that kind of uh, a community um, and mm-hmm. and people will smell if you're being disingenuous or not right sure uh, it's sure. a it's a fine line we uh, we all yeah. know at the end of the day everybody needs to eat and have you know stuff and uh, we won't want to support things but uh, it's 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 tough because you know we have to sell, but at the same time, like I I I probably there's a lot of that would argue like I might not push hard enough, and there's others that probably feel like eh, you're a little bit too salesy, like you're not really truly contributing to this mm-hmm. project the way that we would hope. I don't know. Yeah, you guys tell me what you think uh, in the chat. Yeah, and it won't hurt my feelings. Uh,
1: you, you know, I, I mean, it's it, I I completely agree with you, Pooch. You know, I, I there's. I just remember back to the early days when we were trying to develop what we were doing and and build, you know, the company. There was a lot of, you know, at first, um, some toxic areas um, that uh, that we unfortunately had interactions with that, um, you know, the the open source aspect is it it's, it's tough. (laughs) You know, people would say, Oh, you're not doing anything, you know, innovative, you're not doing anything, you know, um, you know, new, Um, you're just, you know, snake oil, you're just trying to, you know, money Uh, grab that sort of stuff. And, and it's, it's hard. Um, You -hmm. know, that's, that's where a lot of my interaction has been and you know i i know i need to warm up a little bit more um you know to the the open source aspect um well it's not it's not for everybody it's not to say that
0: you have to it's just another potential way and i think it's a common Mm -hmm. way for for people to get their start you know like a lot of great products have been built on open source products and they do share back and you know Mm
1: -hmm. like absolutely
0: there's great ways to do it. But th- let's talk about some others because, you know, we're, again, we're trying to provide some some ideas for, for selling, for marketing. For, again, it's all about getting in front of people, right? So we've talked about Kickstarter. We've talked about some mm-hmm. open source a little bit. Obviously, there's a huge one that we haven't really dove into yet in social media in this day and age. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you see a lot of like traditional, uh, a lot of companies now are investing in like brand ambassadors and, you know, people whose job is literally to just get on social media and post, 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 right. Yep.
1: What's your feelings <laughs>
0: around social media and using that to sell and market?
1: Um, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you're doing fine. <laughs> I don't understand the whole social media thing. I mean, again, being an engineer, like I'm technical and I love understanding things and I love like diving in. Um, Social media has been one of those things where I just I can't seem to grasp all of the little nuances and like. I, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. <laughs> um, I know it's a very important aspect to to just selling and it just in general. Yeah. Um, you know, for for us, one of the craziest platforms has been TikTok. Um, you know, this. <laughs> have you been TikToking? Year, we have not. We yeah, do. me neither. Um, the numbers That's what the kids are doing. Absolutely these days. need to. Um, it's a views
0: machine, right? Uh, it is.
1: A, it is well, incredible. Um, stop ahead. you right.
0: Let me stop you right there, though. And I know, I know, we got some TikTokers in in the chat. I know Filament Stories is really big on TikTok. She's probably got some some thoughts uh, on this. But uh, as a as a social media, you know, like just kind of watching from a distance and seeing and talking to other people that do it, um, it's a views machine, no doubt. You know. Is yep. it a conversion machine? What's the distinction between views and conversions, Andrew, for those um, that need to know that? I'm well, sorry for all product, the mansplaining, guys.
1: Our product, it's, uh, I mean, there's like a ridiculous link between views and conversions. Um, <laughs> yeah. We haven't figured it out yet. Um, I will say that anytime one of the, you know, someone posts a TikTok with our products, we instantly instantly we can see massive spikes on our website and yes. conversions um, it, it, again i think this goes back to showing what you can do with a product absolutely right? um, absolutely and and it's it, it's literally incredible how how crazy it can be yes. um, you know I don't understand TikTok. I don't understand. <laughs> What's there to
0: understand? You watch something, you scroll up, you watch the next thing, you watch it. So the key, <laughs> as I understand it, is convincing them to put TikTok down briefly enough to go to your website, right? And and I, I've, I've talked to a number of people that are like, oh, I got all these views. And then they realize like, they put no information on there to get them to go to where they wanted them to act right so people think oh mm-hmm. this thing is cool wow that was dope uh uh and then they just go on to the next thing because they weren't given a call to action which is uh, you know mm-hmm. common terms like you d- you do still have to have that and you yeah. know maybe it's not as smarmy as the you know QVC channel, like you know, dial now yeah, and it get now. Th- call in now and get this, <laughs> but but uh, you know the the point is like finding that yin and yang balance between like hey look at this cool thing that you can do, and if you want more, go over here real quick and and making that process easy. Um, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: click here and then you can be right back in TikTok in no time, right? Like uh, that's the ideal yeah. thing. Um, I, I think, and I don't know enough about it. Comment you guys, if you know, but it, in terms of like TikTok monetizing things, do they have any, like, are they doing actual ads or like promoted talks or whatever they call it? Like to, to help facilitate that purchase, maybe even an in-app means of purchasing. I, Cause I think they would kill if they had they probably would, yeah. had something more direct where it's like you could stay within the app especially for some things, not every product yeah. and stuff, but it was like, Oh, I want some of that 3d glue. Boom. You know, in the yeah, card shipped and I'm still yeah, scrolling. Cause man, attention to yeah. attention to detail. But, uh, you know, that's just one social media thing. And people in the chat are saying, you know, it, it it's almost like it's a free resource for getting in front of eyes. Like, and, and y- yes, and no, nothing is ever free. Right. But Mm -hmm. it is very low barrier to entry. Now, doing it effectively, building an audience and all that stuff, that goes back to what we said at the top of the show about building your brand, getting a reputation, Mm -hmm. like giving people a reason to believe that they're going to be safe if they click on your link, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you feel like you're still trying to – Navigate the social media. You, you're feeling a little lost yeah. in
1: that regard? Uh,
0: I mean, very, I don't claim to have it perfected, well. but
1: I, it doesn't <laughs> I intimidate
0: mean, me in any way.
1: You know, we so, so our brand voice and stuff, we like being funny. I'm, I'm a quirky individual. I like being silly. Um, you know, and, and we like doing silly things. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is something where the whole marketing aspect and the social media definitely is is something that we are <laughs> very much so still learning um yeah. you, you know we'll go we'll go sometimes it, we've been a lot better at it but we'll go weeks without posting to anything you know which in social media eyes that's terrible yeah um, oh yeah 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 you know, we like you got facebook you got instagram you got twitter and oh, there's so TikTok, many platforms right? Like, yeah, yeah how yeah. do we keep it all updated how do we you know, like. You, you know um like our instagram like we never post to instagram because you know it's it's just not something that i i understand at all i don't get how you take a photo and like oh hey look at this like and i, I don't know it's just weird um facebook uh, you know we try and post to but twitter seems to be i think the most active at least for us um you know in the in the community i know there's Individual communities, big 3D printing following in uh, in Instagram, also big ones in Facebook, and, all, all and the especially platforms. in TikTok. All yeah. the platforms, yeah. So. Um,
0: it's uh, it, and it's interesting, and just to kind of go a little deeper on that. That you know, early on, I looked at into tools, and there's a lot of tools out there. You know, Buffer and Hootsuite and other ways to to um, uh, to to say like post once and push too many and stuff. But I would argue that that did not work. To the efficacy mm-hmm. that we wanted, because because there are different communities, there is different messaging that you tend to want to mm-hmm. do, and a lot of times it's subtle. You know, sometimes there's overlap, yeah. But ideally, if you're doing it well, you're engaging. You know, you're meeting people where they are and engaging them in in a way that that, that works. Like TikTok has a very specific feel to it when you mm-hmm. are filming one of the. Again, I'm not. Uh, People, we should get somebody on here that's like more of a TikTok master to speak to it. We should. But, um, but, you know, a very like... Um... I don't know how to describe it. You know, it's like a, like a, like a stream feel, like a live, like, you know, demonstration and there's music going and it's fun. It's very fun. It's very like, it's short form. It's, it's hopefully kind of quirky, engaging. It's, it's silly. A lot of times there's like duetting and there's, so I think there's ways to establish your brand, but at the same time, like the yin and the yang of like having some fun with it and being too salesy so that you're not alienating yourself as a, as a, thing. And anytime you're trying to get into a new community, you know, of course, everybody's going to think you're sus getting in there. Like I've never seen this guy before. I don't know what, what's their motivation, you know? Um, yeah, but I I love the combination. Like you guys, we try to be silly. And, um, -hmm. I I think that it's a really, when used to good effect, um, a great way to, you know, get people to engage with you. Um, Mm -hmm. not if you look, so look at my Twitter presence and this is just what I found works for me there's a ton of it. That's very per- like, it's the tw- my Twitter, my repcord Twitter is, is me. Right. Uh-huh. And, and a lot of the times it's just me opining on stupid stuff that has nothing to do with <laughs> repcord or anything or, you know, and yeah. I like it that way, you know, I like, because, but, but there's still, there's still plenty of times where I talk about my business and stuff too, but I like, you know, have musings and, and, and to me, I think that that's, that's worked well. I think that I've got people that engage me on just like kind of the silly, you know, thoughts. And I got people that are in, into the, you know, the 3d printing comment, the maker content. And sometimes, you know, like people in the chat are saying, like, you end up pissing off different crowds because it's like, ah, this guy's gotten too much. Like I'm not seeing enough 3d printing content anymore. Or he's, you know, he's getting too silly or, or vice versa. Yeah. So it's, it's never a one size fits all. Um, uh-huh. but, uh, I think that this goes back to when you're, when you're sharing your humanity that 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 repcord mm-hmm. is truly like a person or some people like the individuals behind yeah. it i find that a very effective way to sell uh, in this community because it doesn't feel like selling like i don't really mm-hmm. feel like i'm selling i feel like i'm putting the information out there i am i'm showing you know people who i am and what i offer and if you want to support what i'm doing fantastic and if not mm-hmm. that's totally fine and you know we're we're here if you need us when the time is right um, but you know, the sooner that you accept to the fact that you're not going to please all the people, uh, that's that's a tough that's a tough thing for it's another time mm-hmm. because yeah, uh, you know, we're both the type of person that just you know like oh I, I upset you I'm sorry I didn't like I'm not trying to upset anybody <laughs> not and,
1: trying to yeah but
0: but you only have 140 something characters or 240 character whatever it is now to to explain yourself and so. You know, they, I I made the mistake of opining on the whole Will Smith fiasco the other day, and uh, and, and then you know that uh, uh, there was definitely two camps on that. I'm like, you know what, this isn't this isn't having the effect. I mean, a ton of people responded and all that stuff. I'm like, ah, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to step away from this, you know, right now. So who knows? I've probably lost some people as a result of it. I just, I don't feel strongly enough to, for it to me be worth upsetting anybody over, you know? Yeah. yeah I, I tend to be very yeah. tongue in cheek with my stuff. And sometimes that's just taken completely literally <laughs> or out of context. I'm like, okay. Oh man.
1: Moving See, on. It, it, And so like, you know, with the social media thing, like, um, it, it's interesting because we, you know, we at Gloop, like we haven't, humanized right the brand at all like it's just it's gloop right that's our twitter it's gloop um everything else is you know now i'm usually the one but the other andrew can also interact you know on 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 twitter and we kind of share those responsibilities your voice um, is
0: is pretty interchangeable in that regard right? yeah I, I you yeah, use the we you use the we a lot yeah, I, I know yeah. yeah
1: yeah and and so you know um just it's one of those things where i think you know we could learn to do better and like maybe, you know, kind of bringing in that more human element because we get so many comments uh, a lot of times just in private emails, you know, like, Oh, Hey, you know, we thought you guys were a huge company, right. You know, we're two guys doing this. Um, It's incredible how many people think that we are a big company. Um, You know, and it's just, I I don't know if I want to give off that, that sort of impression to anyone. Um, because we are two guys trying to do this yeah um you yeah. know and and be a part of this community i don't want to be you know this big oh yeah we're like a you know creality or, or whatever you know and y- right. you're just going to get lost to someone else right so or, or not answered you know. at all
0: yeah, yeah um you know great Great question on the YouTube chat here from Chris Polk for you specifically with a company like 3D Gloop. How much organic growth do you get just from kicking down product to those uh, that that live and influence in the social media spaces? And and this is this is a great segue because the last thing I want to talk about is mm-hmm. influencer marketing, which is humongous uh, mm-hmm. and, and and very big in our space. But uh, what, what answer if you if you feel okay with answering that? Like
1: yeah yeah absolutely. How worthwhile um, does that feel? It, it's it's incredible. Incredibly um, worthwhile. Th- yeah. It is incredibly worthwhile, um, it, which is why I mean, I you know, like we love kind of supporting just in general, like awesome members of the community um, because they're doing something cool. And it's like, hey, could we could we help you in any way? And yes, it does help move the needle on the back end. But what I want other people to know is is that allows us to then go and do other awesome things, right, right, and, right. And, and feed back into this whole awesome engine that this community is. Cash flow
0: you know? is everything. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is
1: it is. And so yes, it is it is incredibly valuable for us. Um, I mean that's really, where we found the biggest resonance with with anything is just, OK, hey, could we you know, reach out to you know, this influencer, this influencer and get our product in front of them? And, and I don't ask them, you know, to feature our product at all. If they choose to feature it now, that's on them. And we greatly appreciate it. Sure. Right? You know, it's it's amazing if they do. Um, and you know, if we can kick back, whether it's, you know, a, a revenue share or, you know, just some general, you know, whatever sponsorship dollars we mm-hmm. absolutely try to. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it kind of goes into that whole thing of, for us feeds back in so we can keep doing it for more. Yeah. Um, couple, couple
0: know. notes really quick. First of all, how are you on time this morning? Because I know we're going I'm a good. little bit long, but I'm rolling and there's a lot of gold in this chat that I really I'm, want to I'm dig good. in on. So maybe we'll do a little bit longer than normal here. Uh, there's a here's a I'm gonna post in the link if anybody wants to actually get on and talk with us, feel free. I'm, it yes, seems like we're getting please. some some a crowd building now. Um, one other thing I wanted to note is the 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 patent conversation that's happening. Mike from AutoDrop 3D. Hey, Mike, how's it going, man? Good to see you here. Um, you know, mentions the his difficulties with that. I want to have a conversation with you specifically on a dedicated episode around patents versus open mm-hmm. source and stuff like that as different means of of uh, protections and IP and stuff because that's just there's so much on that uh, and and it's there's right he's absolutely right just trying to keep people satisfied so we're not going to dive much deeper we did talk a little bit about it earlier today but the to go back to the to the sales thing um, you're you know. I I said like bringing up influencer marketing and, and, uh, Chris asked, you know, what, what's the impact of, of that. You're lucky that you have a product where the overall cost of the individual bottle, like it's not a big Mm -hmm. deal for you to send a few bottles here and there. Your margins pretty good on them and all stuff, but you're Mm -hmm. a volume, the trade-off for a volume product guys is that. The, the amount of time that it takes on the fulfillment side. Like uh, you know, you have to ship hundreds and hundreds and thousands of orders and you ultimately you need to get mm-hmm. to a place where you have distributors and stuff because it yes. would become so cumbersome to be doing direct to consumer on a high volume product like that. But the benefit is is that mm-hmm. you do have that as a great um um you know the product can speak for itself as a good marketing tool. For what I sell, um I mm-hmm. still do influencer, you know, marketing giveaways and stuff like that. But it's a bigger deal for, you know, a $200 product to be just mm-hmm. giving those out. And believe me, I get asked all the time and I wish I could support, yeah. you know, everybody's giveaway stream and all that stuff. We do have a budget for it now and we do try to spread the love and I try to, you know, help out and and there's been a couple that have you know, I've negotiated with. I'm like, look, if you can cover shipping at least, or I'll give you half off. You know, um, because anybody that's starting their YouTube channel, they're like, oh, I want to sub- celebrate my hundred subscriber giveaway, and that's great that you got to that. But you have to understand mm-hmm. that as a when you're approaching a company and asking for a freebie, you know, somebody doing a hundred subscriber giveaway approaching a company like Gloop, you'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you, you know, a couple bottles mm-hmm. to give away. For me, it's like that's going to have very little impact on my sales numbers versus if you're an influencer, like a Joel or a maker's muse or a, you know, 3d printing nerd or any of that, like that has a very significant, like there is a, and a, you know, the Joel effect is, is real (laughs) shout out, 3d printing nerd. We love you, man. Um, (laughs) uh, and it's, it's critically important. Now that said, like Mm -hmm. us, they are businesses themselves They are constantly bombarded by other companies just sending them stuff. Like, please feature our product because they know, like, you know, everybody out there is like, Oh my God, I wish I was Joel. I want free printers and all this stuff. And it's it's funny because the flip side of that, having seen it, having seen how the sausage is made is it's like, it's a burden when you get to that level, you're constantly having stuff come in and you have to like, he can't give them away fast enough. Right. What a great problem to have, but when you're a business approaching, mm-hmm. you know, those, those yeah. people, um, one, you know, they can sniff out, you know, th- they, they want to work with people that, that are part of the community that aren't just trying to peddle stuff that don't mm-hmm. give back. Um, and it's gotta be compelling. It's gotta be different. You know, you have to have, cause they're trying to tell a story and they're trying to engage an audience based on not just being the same old thing. Okay. So, mm you, when you are trying to get into influencer marketing, a lot of times there's a pitch involved and they don't necessarily want to be pitched to either. So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a fine line, right? But, but I'll tell you this, that if you want to get moved to the top of the pile, um, Mm -hmm. one, you're probably better, better off building a relationship and letting them approach you when they feel the time is right, because it will happen. It is a it's a long process, right? But like when they see that you're doing stuff that they want to support, and uh, oftentimes they want to get to a point where they are willing to buy it themselves. So if you can convince an influencer mm-hmm. that your product is worth them spending their money on, because mm-hmm. they are tired of people telling them that yeah. you're a ha- you're a sellout, whatever you're just giving freebies, they're like, no, 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 I bought this with my own money, right? Yeah, and and I've been. Like I said, I've been blessed to have influencers out there that have bought these things with their own money for the very reason that they they are they come from being a maker too, and they want to mm-hmm. be able to give a genuine review, which is so rare in this day and age, given how many mm-hmm. channels out there that are just advertising, right? Not yep. not a genuine like this is a thing. What's the what's the downside though? <laughs> you have to be prepared for the bad too. Right. So if they, if Mm -hmm. they can buy it from you, you know, then they're like, Hey, it's, it's gloves are off. Right. So you better, you know, and a lot of times they want to do that because they don't want you to cherry pick something and send it to them. They want to get a genuine understanding of like, what kind of quality control are you doing? What are you, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a double-edged sword like anything, but it is you get in there and it makes a big difference. It's just, it's like branding. It's a long tail sale thing like you have to establish these relationships and that's more networking and you know Mm -hmm. that kind of thing which is you know its own uh yeah so um but um uh, filament stories mentions and she's you know she's dabbling and she loves talking about she's an influencer she's a big -er, Mm TikToker, and she loves the fact that she can share these things and that is so fantastic that we have people out there that are just genuinely excited about shining a light on other stuff Mm -hmm. right and hopefully you know for the good and it can be honest and and hopefully you know if there is negatives uh, that you're taking that feedback to heart i mean that's really what's going to distinguish you and give you Mm -hmm. credibility is is not all the great things that you're doing, but how you handle it when something goes wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I know I'm throwing absolutely. a ton out there, and I'm not letting you speak. I apologize.
1: No, no, no. I mean, it's it, it was you. You said everything that that I would have said too. I mean, if you said it better, <laughs> you, you know. Um, again, all great, very excellent points. Um, you know, it, it is influencer influencer marketing is it's critical for like, I, I think just in, in this day and age in building a business, but you have to approach it in a, in the right way. um you, you know, you also, you can't as a business who has relationships with influencers, you can't constantly be going to them saying, Hey, push my stuff, push my no, stuff.
0: No, no, you gotta you use those it, calls very sparingly. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. You and, know, it's and, and it's not push my stuff. It's yeah. It's like, I never this would be really fun. You know, a lot of yes. times we're like, this is yes. unique, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Yep. It's never, Hey, can, can you help me sell more? Right. You know, it, it's, it's just, again, it's like, Hey, could we do this? This might be fun. You know, could, is this, would this be of interest to you? Um, you know? And so uh, it, that's something we're still navigating. Um, yep. You know, I, I love it when customers come to us and say, Hey, we heard, you know, or like an influencer or whatever, we, we heard of your product could we try it? Absolutely. Like, you know, I'd love to, you know, have people try it. And for a while, we even were giving out free samples to everyone, um, you, you know, like that had never tried our products before. And um, that's a whole nother thing with marketing, like, you know, samples and like, how do you get people like buying your product and, and that sort of stuff? Um, you know, for, for us, we started uh, offering free samples for about six months, maybe nine months uh, where mm-hmm. customers can come in and they can sign up and then they get a free sample. We'd send it to them. And, um, you know, from there, you know, hopefully they'd convert into a into a sale. It worked out a little bit. Um, you know, it wasn't the, the, I would say the most, you know, appetizing sort of thing. Um, you know, being a small company or a small business, you know, having to support all of that. But uh, it, that's one of those things where, still, you know, if, if we have someone who's building a project or whatever that has a, a, a serious need for our product yeah. and it's really cool and interesting, like we're, we're always on board, like, because, again, it's just it's fun. Um, and it's not so much that we're like, oh, hey, now we're going to sell more glue. It's more so like, hey, we're trying to change the way the way I look at it is we're trying to change the way makers build with our products. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, and that's a great that's a great elevator speech right there. I mean, yeah, you know, like we said, building the empire of sticky and all that stuff. Uh, um, man, it's mm-hmm. it's there's, yeah. there's a there's there's so much there, and it's and it's uh, the 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 giveaway stuff is it's a great thing to talk about because mm-hmm. you you know people. They need to see, they need to be hands-on, like especially in the world of the internet we live in. We can put renderings up and post all this great stuff up there, but until people actually get their hands on it, the reason that that YouTube resonates, or at least it originally did, was it was like, this felt like a raw, unadulterated Mm -hmm. experience with a product, right? Like that's in its truest form what you would hope it would be. Now, there's always gonna be, and, and it cuts both ways. Chris, practical printing is like, I don't know. I mean, you, when you pay your own money for it, you're almost more invested and biased in wanting it to be better because you spent ah. money on it and you want to justify the expense. So there is uh, I mean, no perfect solution. It is. Yeah. But I would argue that given the two choices that that you would hope for the the, in, the the actual purchase as maybe the lesser of two evils in that regard. I don't think they're... They're evil, but you know what I mean. Like you can't have it mm-hmm. both ways, and that's an incredibly validating feeling when, like, when you when you have an influencer, um, you know, spend their their hard earned on on something and and want to to tell the story yourself. So that that takes a lot of time and work to again show that you are part of the community, share you know the value, um, uh, give back, you know, like all these mm-hmm. things that 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 allow you to establish those relationships having FaceTime, like going to these trade shows, like that is so critically important because that is where that relationship building happens, right? Like we have so many Mm -hmm. people we interact with on social media that we've never even met. And you think you Mm -hmm. might know who they are and you might, you know, just, you never know what it, what it's like, Mm -hmm. but, but having that opportunity to meet those people and that, that networking is super important.
3: Um, and it ties,
0: it ties into your long-term sales prospects uh yeah for sure so raise your hand in the chat if you're going to murph in in june i'm excited for it i know you are i am i think we're gonna see a lot of these great people there
1: very excited
0: it's the midwest it's rep rap festival for anybody into the 3d printing in goshen indiana home of the uh one of the the last bastions of the amish well maybe not the last ones there's a few but there's like quite an <laughs> amish population there which is neat yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a great place in the heartland of the country. To, it's something to check out. I always say it's like a pilgrimage for anybody that's into the three D printing side of uh, of it to go and, and experience it because it's a great just show and tell. Yes, there are vendors there, but there's also tons of just amazing projects and and you know people just showing off what they've made, and some of them will.
1: Mm-hmm. potentially
0: be future vendors it's like uh, that's kind of like you said how you got your start with with earth right
1: yep that is exactly it yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah so wow we covered a lot of ground today my friend we did
1: <laughs> we did
0: uh i i really ha- appreciate you guys uh being in the chat feeding us just such great uh uh stuff hey you know what we've got a caller you ready to take a call? Oh, we
1: do. Let's yeah, do
0: our it. very own Chris Russell is on the line. Chris, uh, let's see. Can you hear us, my friend? I can hear you. Can you hear me? We can. Yeah. Can everybody hear him? Let's see. I think so. You're coming in loud and clear. You sound good, man. You on the, you on the bat phone today or something?
3: Ah, uh, not just a uh, <laughs> Logitech on the on the work computer.
0: Beautiful. and nice. you're just back from a business trip, right? You were up, you're not you're, you're about an hour or so away from me here in in wine country recently, weren't you?
3: That's right, I was up there for my own personal hell loop.
0: Oh no, oh, (laughs) that doesn't sound good. I thought it was, as that would work as for you these days?
3: Well, (laughs) you know, when you're sitting there at the computer trying to to fight fires and and bang out the problems for the customer and all you see out the window is people walking around the vineyards drinking wine and having a good time and stuff, you know, day after day after day.
0: You just want to be out there with them. Yeah. Flip the whole thing and head out and grab some wine. Well, uh, man, it's good to hear your voice and have you on here. Uh, you got any, you got any insight on marketing sales?
3: What, what, what do you, what do you got for us? I mean, I, 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 I kind of dropped a little bit of it in chat, but the one thing I wanted to stress for the smaller influencers that are trying to get in. Yeah. Um, is that if you're well like you'd said the number one thing is, is build your relationships because if, if you if you have a relationship your 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 ideas for content will evolve together with manufacturers out of that. That's really um, well said.
0: Yeah I agree. It, mm-hmm.
3: it, uh, I mean go, going back and using your rep box as an example, um you know the rep boom box.
0: Yeah, that's right, Chris. So for those of you who don't know, Chris took a rep box. Uh, it was probably a couple years ago now, but he put a sweet like Bluetooth uh, speaker setup inside of it, and uh, <laughs> and and LEDs. I mean, the thing was pimped out, yeah. uh, and 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 it it was bumping, man. It was such a fun little project, and you still have it, right? It's still it's still working.
3: Yeah, yeah, I still have it. That was a, a Gen One.
0: I know, man. He's got one of the OGs now. How how did it how did it work as a speaker cabinet? Like probably had some some shortcomings in that front. You know, uh, I know yeah. your background's in audio.
3: It, it wasn't the most high fidelity thing in the world. Um, <laughs> what what I had done was taken the side panels um, and basically used uh, a, a transducer. Um, yeah, it's basically a, a speaker without a cone. Right. And it, it just sticks onto the side panels. And so it turned the side panels into left, right speakers. Um, <laughs> so the actual rep box was the speaker.
0: That's wild. And then would you say, cause like, I, you know, I you played some of it for me, but like hearing it, remo- I never got to hear it in person and I can't imagine that MDF would make a very good, you know, uh, speaker motor or whatever, not the motor, but what, what are you the diaphragm or cone, whatever? the Yeah. Cone? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. The um, yeah the air I mean, mover. Yeah. You didn't get to see it. I mean, originally, I think the, the intent that we had with that was to, uh, to bring that to Murph. Was it 2020? Probably and, uh, it would have been around that time. Yeah. So, um, it's, I mean, it, it, it was something that would have been, you know, cool as a trade show thing.
2: Um, yeah,
3: yeah it, it's fun. It was a fun project, but the the example of that was that was something that just had evolved out of conversations you and I had had, you know, on on the phone and and, and a few beers here and there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just as as talking, uh, and it and it turned into a a project that uh, you know could have could have been um, how do I say it? I could have made more content. I think that was right about the time my house flooded. So things oh, on, on hold. Um, yeah, Mike. <laughs> um, but so I mean, the point there is that those relationships, like you mentioned, with the manufacturers are key. You know, you you if mm-hmm. you get in there, um, especially as a, a small and smaller influencer, um, it it works both ways because we can help get the word out about your product but at the same time you guys can help get the word out about our channels and help us grow yeah Um, Yeah. because if we're featuring one of your products you want people to see that as well so
0: synergy baby yeah Yep.
3: yeah exactly yeah um and then the other the other point on that for smaller influencers uh that i always stress is if you are approaching a manufacturer that you haven't worked with before um, don't just go and say, Hey, I want to, I want to review your stuff. Send me free, send me free. Yeah. Um, go in there with a plan. I mean, it's all about that ROI, right? If you're going to pony up mm-hmm. a, a yeah. red box yeah. or, or bottles of glue, um, you guys have to think about your bottom line that, Hey, if I give this mm-hmm. guy a hundred dollar product, how many, how many sales do I need to make from, you know, from that guy's content to be able to cover the cost of what I just sent. And, yeah. and thank you,
0: thank you for saying that because that is so unbelievably spot on. And it just, it just oftentimes, just having a little skin in the game, just saying like, "Look, I can do this for you." Like, you actually physically can't. you're like, "Look, I'll come and grab the rep box." He's like, "Do you have one?" Because I'm going to tear this thing up. So you're like, "Can I get a prototype unit or something?" Like, he was, he wasn't. The the ask was completely reasonable. And look, I would mm-hmm. I would have done it anyway. But the the mm-hmm. truth well, is, is that you just when you make it easy to, 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 yep. to say yes. And you show like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to partner with you in this, that, that like people want to work with you, you know, well, that that's was part mm-hmm.
3: that was actually the second one. Oh, uh, that was, that's right. You,
0: you've got, you've gotten multiple off of me. Yeah. The first one. The one
3: well, no, three, but, but he's, he's been very, five.
0: to be clear that he's been very helpful too. He helped me develop a cleat for like the, the uh, Prusa lack enclosure that, that, you know, uh, bound the Mm -hmm. rep box could attach to and stuff so he he's like he's just saying he he's he's providing much more than more value than just like hey give me something free and i'll talk about it on my youtube channel um and and to carry on your point chris too i would say that a lot of times like it's you're not gonna you're not gonna want to you're not gonna expect to get in front of like the top tier influencers you need to work your way up oftentimes like you're better off like i think that larger influencers are talking to aspiring influencers and that's part of being in the community too, by helping support others grow, you know, like that, that allows you to work your way up with other, it it sounds, it sounds so pyramid. It's, it sounds smarmy, I guess, in the way of it is, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's very, it's very much part of like establishing your reputation in the community that you're a, a genuine about wanting to help others and, and, but there's still a balance. Right. And some companies are far more ROI focused than others. Like I tend to look at it as yes, there is that. And, and certainly I know I have a budget and depends on how many times I'm approached, uh, for, for freebies, but sometimes I just like, yeah, I've got budget to spare and, um, I'm happy, you know, to do that because there is a long longer tail value and just having the brand out on, on multiple, you know, people's stuff. But obviously I would prefer as much bang for my buck as possible. I would much prefer mm-hmm. a, a channel with 50,000 subscribers or a hundred, you know, some, you know, the, it's all about views in terms of like there's a direct correlation for how many people are watching versus how many sales come to the website as a result. So
3: yeah. There's, there's actually a twist to that. The um, my, my daughter is a marketing major. Um, so, you know, I get a lot of, of feedback from her and for, you know, what she does for work and stuff. But, um, the big trend right now, not necessarily in 3d printing, but in, in influencer marketing as a whole right now is what they call micro influencers. And it's kind of the Walmart philosophy of things that Mm. if you could get 10 influencers, um, With, or ten influencers with a small product, or you know, a small offering of your product, that can reach a thousand people each, um, and stay on hyping that product for for weeks at a time, your your net ROI could be larger than going to one large influencer who hypes it for a week, and then the next week's video they're on to the next big thing. Right. Um, yeah. So that's there, a great. There, that's a great point. i I actually
2: yeah
0: go ahead andrew
1: yeah i was actually gonna say that one of those interesting things that we notice is is that the smaller content creators will typically have larger bangs um for us like higher organic growth you know more just again value in general than the larger ones we see we see that needle move faster um and it tends to move more regularly too um and and again it just kind of reinforces our our belief right now that the more that we can reach out to people that are building awesome things and seeing really cool things like again we're trying to change the way that you know people build with 3d printing and in doing so that you know it's it's helpful for us and allows us to move that needle and do it more and more and more so yeah i completely agree with chris here (laughs) you know it's uh it's It's perfect. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, the volume game versus the, no, that's, I I think that that's right on. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough proposition. It depends on the size of the company that, that, you know, you're approaching Mm -hmm. and, and ultimately you're not going to know until you have tried it and have the data, you know, to look at. Right. And so there's Mm -hmm. definitely studies that have been done in terms of like, well, how micro can you be to have, because you have to have a baseline level of impact. Yeah. But is a five thousand a ten thousand, and it's really less about subscribers and more about view view minutes and stuff, mm-hmm. which isn't. Um, I don't know if that's as readily visible. Uh, Chris, you could probably comment on this better. Like, like as me, me as a business, if I'm looking to see oh. your understand the success of your channel, you know, obviously I can see how many subscribers you have, but how many people are on a regular basis currently?
3: Well, looking. Yeah, so there there's there's tools out there. Um, I don't know if there are necessarily free tools for, for the people on your side of the, of, of the camera. Yeah. Um, but there, there are tools out there, but don't, I mean, for, for, for the content creators, we have the tools to see what's happening on our, on our end. Right. Um, you know, we get demographics of where our views are, what countries, you know, that we're getting more views out of Europe versus the U S we see men versus women, uh, over 18, you know, age brackets. Um, We see
0: Fun anecdote, Chris does really well with the lady octogenarians. Uh, like his demographic <laughs> is through the roof for practical printing, guys. I don't know if you knew that. But uh, your point, your your point, and I think what you're driving at is when you're establishing that relationship, being out in front and perhaps being willing to share some of that information beyond what your visible subscriber count is. But yes. you're like, I think this might be good for your product because I have these many people regularly you know, tuning in and these are the and and that's the kind of thing that gives me as a company confidence that you know what you're talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. that you're 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 looking at this, you're approaching this as an actual business proposition, not just, you know, I'm just having fun with my YouTube channel that that's that's the really, you know, that's what what business owners are trying to see. Aaron in the chat asked, you know, what's a good first step for small content creators? Is it to just ask people to come check out your content? Yeah, you know, that that's not, it's never hurts to just be like, hey, you know, I saw your company, I love what you're doing. I just want you to know, like, I'm working on a channel, like, here's some content, like, if you wanna give me some feedback, just, that's networking, that's building that relationship. Like, it's, it's not, you're not always coming in guns blazing, right, like, that's not always mm-hmm. the best approach. Um, we get approached all the time from people that are just like, give me free stuff, give me free stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. I don't know what value you're going to bring, but, um, uh, you know, show that you're serious, show that you're, you want to work together. Yeah.
3: Aaron, Um, Aaron, one of the best ways, Aaron, that you can, um, help grow yourself to make uh, as a small content creator, to make yourself more marketable to manufacturers is actually embed yourself in the competition, so to speak, um, meaning, elaborate, uh, go into to Joel's chats, go into loyal Moses's chats, go into Angus's chats or Tom's, um, you know, start having conversations in the chats on their live streams and their videos, yep. interact with people on Twitch, uh, or Twitter, I'm sorry, you know, take the time to build yourself into the community. Um, and You know, if when you become um, when you when you get yourself to become part of that so that you're a recognized name, um, not just because of your content, but because of your valuable input that somebody would say, oh, go talk to Aaron. He's he's, you know, the expert on X, Y, Z. That's that.
0: All aren't we all experts on X, Y, Z as 3D
2: printers. Hey, (laughs) oh, Uh.
3: You know what I mean. Thank you. So, uh, uh. <laughs> don't your give given name.
0: <laughs> I do, I do, and it's uh, you're you're a font of wisdom in this space, my friend. uh, Chris has got one of the longer standing channels, and he's a very prolific contributor on many people's streams. But but like you said, participating, you know, you give it's like open source. You want to you want to show that you're out there interacting with people, make yourself known. Just build it. It takes some time. You can't expect to be an overnight success with this kind of thing. And uh, you know, you you work at it. You work at it like anything. It's relationship. Uh, hey, DB Dan, DB3D Dan is in the YouTube chat. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, I'm just I'm loving uh, the the course of the conversation here. Chris, Mr. Russell, Mr. Practical Printing himself. I appreciate you taking the time this morning. To call in yeah thank I you probably just like rolled out of bed he, we don't usually hear from him because 9 a.m is probably a little bit too early for him usually but uh, <laughs> yeah, but maybe we caught we caught him after he's caffeinated this morning
3: uh one cup
0: now one cup all right buddy always good to hear your verse, voice thank you for the call in. if uh you guys are interested as well there's a link in the description i'll throw it up in the chat uh but uh also feel free to to submit uh stuff we, as we get more technical um uh, we will, uh, uh, hopefully find a way to like overlay, like, you know, who's on the line and that stuff. Yeah. We, we got our lower third today. So, you know, we're, we're getting, we're getting there. We're layering on, uh, starting to, starting to, you know, iron things out. But, uh, yeah, if you're interested in being part of the conversation, we welcome it. We love hearing it. This, this is, uh, this is a conversation we are trying to be Audio based actually first, like we do, if for those of you who didn't know, we do repost this to Apple podcasts, and we will uh, push it to the other, you know, audio platforms as, as well, just as a means for, you know, people to, to find it, but we welcome you to be part of the conversation, like I said. We don't have it figured out. We're navigating and we uh, gain a lot of insight from you guys as well. I wanted to uh, recognize HackMonkey really quick because hes he says he has 387 subs on his channel. And he's saying, so I shouldn't go looking for a couple grand in giveaways for the 400th sub? Listen, it never hurts to ask. You know, you can go out there, but just know that you're going to, uh, you know, certainly have a harder time as a smaller influencers, but, uh, to, you know, to, to get traction, but you got to start somewhere. And, um, and, and you never know, you may catch, like, if you catch me and we still have budget available and stuff like we made, maybe do it, you know, like you, you you're going to have to put together a little bit of a pitch or a little bit of value. Like, uh, you know, Courtney's saying, uh, from filament stories, like, Um, you know, it's much easier to negotiate terms if, if you're the one that's being approached, you know, when you're pitching something, you're having a, that's like a cold call, right? No, nobody wants Mm that, that, that cold call experience all the time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, come in with some, do, do your homework. I can't tell, I've, I've had this conversation with a couple of, of people that are trying to get their start where it's like, show me you're serious. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. that's as simple as get a domain that is something other than, you know, uh, burgermeister44 at gmail or yahoo.com, you know, like have a domain, have a brand established. Don't like forget to change my name in the mail merge when you email it and say like, Hey, John, you know, (laughs) whatever. I'm like, ah, spam, you know, like that happens all the time. And it drives me bonkers. Like, because it shows me, you have no attention to detail that you're just shotgun approaching, throwing this out there. Mm -hmm. Like it needs to be a personalized approach, you know, you need to show me that you know who Repcord is, what you're dealing with, why you think my product is going to resonate with your audience. What do you what do you tell people when they approach you, Andrew, when you try to get well, sold to?
1: So so it really helps as if you've tried our product before. Um, or you, you know, you say, Hey, like I've used your product on this or this, you know, and then it's like, Oh, Hey, we have a connection. You already know, like it's more warm. Right. Um, you know, and for, for people that are building something, um, you know, we get people ask all the time, like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to build this awesome, crazy contraption, whatever it might be. Um, but you know, if you take a look and you see, they've never finished anything or they've never posted anything that they finished. It, you know, it's like okay, well, how do we know you're actually going to do it? We could give you the free stuff, but you know, um, we love when people are like, "Hey, I'm building this thing, and they've already got like half of it printed." They're like, "We're looking for something, you know, to glue together." We were told that you know you guys might be the thing, and again, they approach it in such a way, like asking for help more so than asking for something for free. Yeah. And then we're like, "Oh my goodness, this is really cool!" Like can we can we send you some gloop to make it happen right right Right. you know um make it your idea wait i want to send
0: this guy some gloop yeah no no that's that's spot on exactly yeah 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 little manipulative thing well look and dan's talking about like hey 250 250 subs he he ended up doing a giveaway ended up giving away two thousand dollars worth of stuff and look like if you're gonna like I'm not saying that that pounding the mm-hmm. pavement, like you you can absolutely do that. You just have to be prepared to be you know rejected. And and I'm, we're talking about as a as people that are approached, what we're looking for. You know, I think you're going to have more success even as a smaller influencer. One of the things I'd also want to layer on for you that it's not always about having a YouTube channel. You can talk mm-hmm. about ways that you are part of this community. You may be very prolific in, in participating in a forum, like a a, a, a thirty thousand mm-hmm. follower Facebook group. You know, you're an admin of that or whatever. You know, there are, are lots of ways that you can have influence over a space that aren't necessarily just a TikTok or a YouTube channel yeah. or a traditional, you know, medium. But you need to show that value. You know, you, you need to
1: sell yourself. (laughs) That's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's what it comes down to. You don't even have to, like, we've given away things to people that have just a couple hundred followers on Twitter, you know, but what we, what we find is, is they're doing something that resonates with us and it resonates in such a way that we, we, you know, we think it's awesome or cool or, or whatever. And we want to support that. Um, you know, so don't be afraid to reach out. Like, you know, we get emails all the time of people asking for free stuff. And if you're not, actually putting effort into it yeah probably you're either going to get a canned response like oh hey you know we appreciate you reaching out we don't have something available this time but if you actually put some effort into it you're going to get a response likely from me right if you're emailing us and it, you know if i see that you're i passionate about it and you have something you're doing like yeah i'm going to be more interested in working with you so i, I wish you i know. could
0: highlight chris's comment right now if you're a maker celebrating 300 subs or any subs and you want to do a giveaway make something like like Mm -hmm. show them that you're gonna like we're gonna do a build we're gonna do this like and it's gonna use Mm -hmm. gloop like i'm gonna print something we're gonna find just go find something on on printables or or Mm -hmm. thingiverse or whatever and print it out and just glue it together on stream and talk about it uh Mm -hmm. you know anything just to to show that you're you know, involved in the process. And, and ideally when you're writing that email, you know, show that you've had Mm -hmm. a history of doing that. I think people are lucky with your product that your, your product is generally accessible 30 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And so they can spend their own money and they can show like, I've done this before. I got just the, I mean, if you just get the tiny tube of it, right. Mm -hmm. What's your, what's your entry level? What's the
1: cost? It's, we have, we have bottles starting at $5, you know, so so for five
0: bucks guys, you can get, just go out and, and, and so, there may be other other ways you can approach larger printer companies too. It's like, uh, uh, like mm-hmm. you know, I, I bought some of your fil- like I I resell filament. I don't make a lot of money on filament. It's a branding opportunity. It's a lost leader for me, but it pairs well with the storage boxes that I sell. So if you uh-huh. were to say like just buy a spool of filament and say like I did a you know this review of it and it's great and I would love to be able to like show these you know. Th- your filament and the stuff and your rep box and stuff like that is a much mm-hmm. more compelling pitch to me than, you know, uh, give me a rep box for my, you know, 300 subscriber mm-hmm. giveaway. Yeah, Um, yep. I think we're beating a dead horse on this front, but I, I you know, <laughs> get, you know, the, 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 the sales thing that we've been talking about today, the theme being sales goes both ways. And we talk about ways that we need to sell to the community and -hmm. Influencers and people that are out there that are business owners of their own right as Mm -hmm. as uh as media influencers and stuff, like they need to sell themselves too. And this is where your customer and oftentimes it's a two-way street, right? So Mm -hmm. Chris Russell, good point. It's about relationship building, you know, Mm -hmm. making sure people are seeing that name and it's gonna take you some time to build some presence up and uh, uh get out there but you know spend some time getting in front of uh oftentimes you're going to have more success even if it's just for a couple of weeks you know like figure out what uh what the company does where they are if they have maybe they have a big you know um facebook channel chat like everybody seems to gravitate to kind of different spaces where they may exist you know you mentioned we're we're kind of twitter heavy um but Mm -hmm. other other people are far more involved in facebook or insta or um you know tiktok and and the like and so you know get in front of them if you want to be recognized and oh yeah i've i've seen your name somewhere before that's going to make it Mm -hmm. a much uh warmer call than a cold call yep (laughs) yeah okay I'm going to I'm going to lose my voice if I go much further. Yeah, this is so this got has got been a full this has been day a, in front of a me. marathon.
1: <laughs> it has
0: been. But I got I get you guys got me going. You know, I got I got all <laughs> frothed up. I, I got on the soapbox here and I just started. And who knows? I was just like, I love eyes. it. Yeah, whatever, pooch. OK, whatever you say. I love it. Sure, sure. But it's awesome it. seeing all you guys out there. I wish everybody the best of weekends. OK, I hope you're doing something fun. I hope you're getting uh, some time to relax and recharge whatever it is that you need and value from the weekends. I hope you're getting it genuinely. Uh, and I hope to continue to see you guys on here. Thank you for, thank you to Chris for being brave enough to actually uh, speak to us as intimidating as we are. Uh, and I hope you guys are willing in the future if you want to. Like I said, we will always have that channel open. We love the discussion. We love the chat. Uh, and keep on making, guys. Keep on being mm-hmm. awesome, Andrew. Leave leave our friends with some fine parting words, will you?
1: <laughs> oh man, now it's on me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Be excellent to one another. Yeah,
1: yeah it's not <laughs> on you. I just you have an opportunity. Give us some
0: profound yeah, closing yeah. words, or just say goodbye. Oh,
1: profound. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for, for joining. Like, again, this is, this is great. Um, you know, thank you, Chris, for, for, uh, calling in. Um, you know, this is again, it's awesome. Um, keep on, you know, if you guys are a maker an entrepreneur out there, just keep on grinding, you know, just keep, you forward. get there. Forward, keep you know? on yeah.
0: keeping on. It's tough. Yeah. We still have our data, man. Yeah, but just keep and on And we there. do
1: not know what we're doing a lot of times. <laughs> you know, we, we fumble Oof. around and we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> I was just telling, so. I was at a. I was at a, actually at a networking event last night, just the last minute anecdote here, and then we'll, we'll cut off. But uh, it was the <laughs> grand opening of a new makerspace at the at the local junior college where uh, three of my employees are from, or the, the, that's where we found them. And uh, opened a great new maker space. It's called Sierra College, uh, here in California, in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountains. And uh, it was awesome. It was like a really neat space. I mean, I wish my space was like half as nice as this. But you know, <laughs> I was having a conversation with kind of a local incubator group uh, that also, you know, pulls from the the college and, you know, she was asking just like, well, what are your challenges? And, and I'm like, half the time, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing, you know, just having context to like, you know, I think I'm doing well, but like, where am I supposed to be two years in? Right. And stuff like that. And so we're going to, maybe next time if you're interested in this, but maybe we dive a little deeper on the networking piece on, on establishing those relationships and friendships and professional business relationships and the like, and how that ties into your sales and marketing, because we dipped our toe in today and it is so unbelievably critical. It's been such a factor in, in my success and I I suspect in yours as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So something to look forward to you guys in the meantime, if you have other topics other comments for us. You can reach us both on Twitter. We've got our little, uh, uh handles down below. I'm at Repcord with a K that's R E P K O R D for anybody listening, or you can go to the website, R E P K O R Andrew, you say yours. I'm now.
1: at 3d gloop. <laughs> I'm at 3d gloop, uh, you know, at 3d gloop on all of the things, 3d So yeah.
0: tweet at us. We love it. Give us uh, give us feedback. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're great. To just more tell us we're great because we need that ego, boost.
1: <laughs> we we can't handle we can't handle it. We're totally we suck. We can't, no, we can't, I
0: can't take anymore. You suck. You suck. Uh but uh we've we've had a good time. I hope you guys have a great weekend and we will catch you on the next one. Until then,
2: uh signing off. See ya.
1: See ya.